This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. You are listening to our game of Vampire the Masquerade from White Wolf Publishing. Frank is your storyteller. Alex plays Meriwether Quackenbush. Brennan plays Lex Deluxe. And Red plays Charlie Clark. Our theme music is by Seamus Ronan. Welcome everyone to Dungeon Not Included. We're playing Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, We were off last week. Those of you who are loyal fans know. Uh, those of you who are disloyal fans, see me after the podcast. <laughs> uh, we, we're missing one this week. I, I'm Frank. I'm the storyteller. Uh, Brennan and, and and Rebel are here, but we're missing one. We're missing Alex. Uh, should we come up with uh, reasons why he's not here? Yeah, I know that he was... I, I guess it's not classified anymore, but he was working with NASA on a new project and they had to actually send him to the moon. So yeah. Yeah. Where he was abducted by aliens. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And this is a very yes. And podcast. <laughs> right. uh, so, I mean, our, our heart goes out to uh, Alex's newest niece who was, uh, was breaking news uh, episode or two ago. Uh, but yeah, she's not going to have um, her uncle around for a while, which is fine. Babies don't do anything for the first few <laughs> years. It I mean, happen. if he disappears into the cosmos, she'll never have known him. So yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's not that yeah, sad. Right? I mean, it's <laughs> not that sad. <laughs> she may get to know him through the podcast, though. That's true. That's sad. That is sad. <laughs> The only way I knew my uncle was by listening to his actual play podcast where <laughs> he was a dog in space and then a really terrible person vampire. So Graucom is just some sort of pun name. Is that what we're looking at here, <laughs> Uncle Alex, I guess? <laughs> uh, yes, we are a uh, short one member for at least this week, probably next week as well. Uh, while we uh, are, have this moment, we're going to do some uh, interesting little filler episodes that are still within our vampire mythology, uh, but maybe we're going to take the opportunity that there's one less player that we could go deep dive into the other, the last two remaining ones. Uh, I guess we should recap where we've been. Uh, we're a quartery, a small quartery, 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 yeah, of vampires who live in 90s Las Vegas. Uh, and have stumbled upon a plot by, um, well, stumbled upon two horrible, possibly related plots. One is a man who was killed in the most vampire way possible uh, that uh, the the humans have become aware of and are about to uh, have a big vampire party to uh, to celebrate the fact that there may be vampires <laughs> in Las Vegas. Humans are weird. Uh, and the other plot line is that uh, you folks have been recruited or attempted to be recruited into a evil organization of colonialist vampires who want to devour the world the way their god devours the sun. 
uh, the followers of Set. So yeah, those are our two uh, plot lines that we're really struggling with. Uh, the bigger motions in any World of Darkness vampire game is, what are your feelings? What's going on with your feelings? Charlie, tell me about what you're uh, going through right now in, in you being the most human of human vampires. Well, honestly, Charlie doesn't know that um, two of her very good friends, the or very good friend and acquaintance are really terrible people who um, systematically murder people to feed themselves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she's not in that much of a crisis about being the most human of her vampire friends. Like she, she honestly, when you become a vampire, you kind of get used to people being horrible, but there's like, you got to draw lines somewhere, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, we we need to dig a little deeper into how Charlie gets by. Uh but it's it, right now there's a lot of uh less I know the better. That's interesting. <laughs> uh Lex, what about you? Oh, is Lex one of the horrible people? I think Lex is No, no, Lex is not the two Archie. horrible people are <laughs> obviously Meriwether and Archie. Yes, so. our prince. Yeah. All mm -hmm. right, that's fair. Poor Lex. I thought you were being besmirched. Bren, where are you emotionally? No! Your character. Uh, just pre-show jitters, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're about a day away from having to perform with no set, no set list or anything for a bunch of mortals uh, about vampirism. Just, just. I know. I've been researching vampire songs. So. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. <laughs> Um, I have not watched uh, Queen of the Damned, or if I have, it's been years, but I'm pretty sure Lestat was a vampire musician in that. He was a rock star, yes. All right, good. So just don't do any of those songs, because those are <laughs> that's that's too on the nose. We can't have that. We gotta, we gotta pretend like Vampire the Masquerade knows nothing about uh, Interview with the Vampire. That's, that's just right. the conceit we've all kind of... Mm -hmm. The, the interview with the vampire does not exist in our world. It's the one thing that does not exist. Kids I thought we Rice already established that Anne Rice was writing vampire novels in this universe. We, we brought it up, and I think we ridiculousized it even more than it actually was, and I can't remember how. Something I think about we, we said that all vampire media. Maybe we said all vampire media real is real, except Anne Rice's vampire novels. <laughs> I can't remember. That sounds right. If you can remember, you could comment a log on our Twitch stream or even on Facebook and it will pop up on the screen as long as it's not too horrible uh, or if it's very <laughs> horrible. One way or the other, we'll do it. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's nebulous how actual uh, our world. The one thing I do kind of want to point out, and I think we did kind of establish this at some point. This is very much 90s Las Vegas as our world. So it is right on the brink of two different epochs. There's like the old kind of classic gangster uh, Las Vegas of the 60s and 70s, which was like, you know, the Rat Pack uh, Las Vegas. And then there's the kind of the druggy, <laughs> the destitute, sad 80s, 90s Las Vegas. And we're right at the 90s. So this is like a Las Vegas that doesn't hasn't launched um, the uh, like friendly version that comes in the next few years 
and it certainly hasn't launched what what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But it's right in the middle of like this is the world of darkness, but this place is okay. I think we could probably make it into like a family destination where your whole family can be embraced by uh, sad vampires. So yeah, we're in a, we're we're in a weird I mean, or happy ones. It depends on who wins. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, yeah, we got a little bit of backstory where we're all at. My question for you, uh, the players, is what sh- what is the one thing you want to do before the big show? Uh, Merriweather has kind of taken things, taken the lead on this, and said we're definitely going to put on this big production at the Lux- Luxor. Um, maybe we will get the prince involved or maybe it'll happen after the prince is already kind of like too late for him to do anything about it. Uh, and uh, depending on what store version of the story you got, I think Lex maybe didn't get any version of the story other than you need to perform. That's and, pretty much it. Yeah. And Char- Charlie, I think maybe got the, we're going to maybe lampshade vampires so that we're going to k- stop this from being revealed because vampirism in this is going to be so ridiculous that no one's going to take it seriously. I, I did not get that message. Yeah. Yeah. And Charlie got that message. <laughs> Charlie and what Mary, is yeah. very interested in maintaining the masquerade. Right, right. Now, what Meriwether is really going to do, I think, maybe depends on what what works out for him, which is great. But uh, so now knowing what you think you know about what's happening in the next day, What's the one thing you want to get straight out and make sure gets done before before you before time runs out? Well, I think Charlie wants backup. Charlie wants the um prince and the goon squad in on this. Okay. Essentially, which enough. is like she has already sort of set in motion some stuff. Like she talked to that cult member because she wanted to like basically set up a trap for the cult, try and get them there so that the they could all be in one place and the prince could come and snatch them all. So if she's not meeting with the cult member, I think she will definitely want to go to the prince. Okay. Uh, and she'll be forthright about that with Lex, but, you know, also, he's Lex, so he doesn't have to come along. She doesn't really, like, expect much from him. Lex, what, if anything, what, yeah, what are you interested in getting sorted out before this? Well, I'm interested in getting the performers ready and in costume. Okay. So it looks like unless there's something that happens in that process, which, you know, we can we can certainly throw a monkey wrench in there for Lex. You may be willing to follow along with Charlie if yeah, if it's useful. OK, uh, so let me ask Rebel, do you want would you rather have that encounter with the uh, cult member you've which whose name I have here somewhere? I can't remember which one. No, it's. Uh, no, that's not right. R- Ronaldo. <laughs> Ronaldo. Underneath it. it, my note is Avragio. <laughs> <laughs> I described him I... as extremely average, like the most average. And that may have just been a joke for me, or it's something he said on the air. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Um, <laughs> yes. So, uh, do you want to meet up with Ronaldo first? I think at the. Um, um, uh, what not the golden nugget, the other one with Vegas Vic? 
Oh, um, um, it's um, it's, um I, it's called the the something club. Horseshoe. No, not no. You're right. It is the something club. I hold on. I have it here in my uh, extensive campaign notes because you need to do that. It is the Pioneer Club. Pioneer All right, club. the Pioneer yeah. Club. That's what it was. Which yes. has the famous uh, Charlie Lick's, you know, Howdy yeah. Cowboy. I don't even know if he's moving his hand. Charlie likes to go there because the cowboy theming is so terrible um <laughs> like it's not accurate at all but it's hilarious so she likes to like drink there in her off hours <laughs> so you want to meet up with uh ronaldo there first or do you want to uh meet with the prince first and get a gauge on what he is capable or willing to do i think i'm gonna meet with ronaldo first just because the more information I have going in with the prince, the better, I think. Because right. I need leverage there because he is obviously not 100% on the level. Yes. All right. Sounds good. All right. So let's have this meeting. Um, uh, it's we're, we're running out of hours before the deadline that is the 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 big show of the big vampire reveal. So you're going to meet up with the pioneer club um, at the, we're going to meet up at the pioneer club with Ronaldo Lex, you, um, you can be there or you could also decide Brennan can decide that as the, the scene moves on, if you think, Oh yeah, I want Lex to be there and interact with this or, or, or as you want to play it. Okay. Yeah. Would Charlie want Lex there or is Lex an unwelcome presence there? I'm trying to think about that. <laughs> um, I think this guy is a little too jittery for Lex, so she will not invite him. However, he may have invited himself. I don't know. Okay, I'm 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 fine with that. Let's we'll play to to find out how that worked out. All right, right, cool. All right, so um, inside the uh, the Pioneer Club. Well, let's talk about the outside first. It is very iconic. Uh, if I thought enough about this to have a picture of it ready to go, I could have shared it. Uh, but it is uh, probably not even necessary since it is a uh, the outside of the building has all these you know thousands of little light bulbs, and standing aside for, uh, on the street is the iconic Vic, the uh, Vegas Vic, the larger than life cowboy who is welcoming people to las vegas with a big howdy um that that billboard is still there now even though i think the the casino is uh long since gone uh at this time it is the the dusk of this casino the only people around are uh mostly elderly people um it, it is there's no young nightlife going on outside uh, on either ends of the street, within like hearing distance, you can hear more active, more popular casinos going off, uh, and and a bunch of new ones in construction. The ones are being built inside the casino. It looks a little uh, worse for wear. The carpeting is pulling up at the seams. The machines are a little dated. Uh, most of the clientele are either older or just seem like they're they're trying to get out from the lack of sun. 
they're just trying to get out of uh find some cover and, and get some drinks uh and there's just that pall of smoke in the air everywhere even though there may not be a lot of people smoking anymore i'm not sure what the uh the laws on smoking hey, it's the world of darkness there is no law against smoking indoors in the world of darkness <laughs> in the uh, 90s there wasn't any indoor smoking laws so yeah it's uh, yeah, that's even, terrible yeah uh so yes uh just a really seedy but seedy in the way that it's just like disrepair it is a, a bulble that has faded so where does charlie like to hang out within the casino uh charlie uh there are bars and casinos right so yeah. i was imagining like somewhere around the bar she doesn't really do a lot of like gambling with strangers like she'll gamble with her friends but it's just that's not cool. as fun with strangers that's cool uh is it like um and i don't care what the real uh pioneer clubs bar was like is this one a like cartoonish is this like um yes oh, it's pioneer like a saloon country? yeah like, all right yeah like really right, bad <laughs> cartoonish is there like a, sh a shooting range where like it's all light guns the, yeah, there's one of those target. like arcade games where you shoot the deer or whatever. Yeah, there's you like know. a cactus. You shoot the cactus and a vulture starts shaking its uh its feathers, but there's so much dust on it that it this is awful. I love this place. I would definitely oh, want to visit this place in reality. <laughs> it's um, Charlie's favorite place. Yeah, all right, very cool. Um, so you're you're at the corner of the bar, um, and I, I think the bartender knows you um his name will oh, be yeah. vic as well because we'll make it easy uh and uh vegas vic inside and out and vic says uh the usual the usual what is the usual for you and i'm assuming you kind of nurse it all night because it's not like it's something you could drink often like you can't right. drink yeah i i like sip it and then like every 20 minutes i go to the bathroom and i puke it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but uh, uh, Charlie's drink of choice is is uh, is whiskey, true cowboy okay. fashion. You know, very good, very nice. All right, after uh, a little bit of time, uh, we'll say pretty early in the night. I think we said around eleven. Um, uh, Ronaldo shows up. He uh, is wearing, God, it's like the guy only has one color of of co of costume he's allowed to wear but this is a little bit more distinct it is a black and you know gray hoodie uh instead of the robes he was wearing earlier but he's wearing them effectively as if they were robes and he's got like a running suit underneath everything also black and gray he's attempting to be non uh descript and i guess it kind of works except the fact that he looks so much younger than everyone else in the place except for you uh and he saddles up next to you you can you, take the hood down, buddy. Nobody's gonna. Uh, are there security cameras here? I mean, well, I duh. guess it doesn't matter. I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, are you actually drinking that? Yep. She takes a sip. Huh. I will have a whatever a Sioux City Sarsaparilla is. <laughs> in a sec, in a few minutes, uh, Vic puts down a bottle of effectively root beer 
in yeah. front of Ronaldo, and he looks at it disappointingly and says, well, I guess it smells nice. Did you not know what sarsaparilla was? I heard it in cartoons, and I never, never knew it. Yeah, the root in root beer is sarsaparilla root, buddy. Oh, well, uh, I guess since I can't really drink this anyways without throwing up immediately, it'll just have to be something I hold and smell and look ridiculous doing so. Why is this even on the menu? Because <laughs> it's a hokey cowboy bar. Mm. All right. So you said you wanted to talk. I did. How much influence do you have exactly in your organization? I am about as low ranking as you can get. I mean, I, I am a vampire, unlike that ghoul that tried to square off with you the other day, literally yesterday, or maybe even earlier tonight. Um, so he has to listen to me when I snap my fingers, but if he tells the wrong people, then they snap my fingers off. Um, I'm an acolyte. That's all I've got. And I think you're right. I think that's all I'm ever going to get. I don't think there's, I don't think there's upward mobility in my current organization. <laughs> no, it's a, uh, pyramid scheme through and through. Oh my Egyptian God. Egyptian theming so, and everything. It's so true and so painful. Why does <laughs> it have to be so punny and accurate? <laughs> yeah. Do you yes. think you could get some people together and make a scheduling change at all? For what? I'll be honest with you. I do not like Sir Reginald Rogers or whatever the hell he's calling himself. And I think that the people in that organization are only gonna do harm so i want to take it down as quickly as possible uh, listen if i were a hero i wouldn't have joined up <laughs> i'll be <laughs> honest i don't i can't i don't know if i can make it out of this i i don't they've got people everywhere and sure nobody likes him which corroborates the thing lex found out the uh, game session or so ago but I mean, who would raise up, rise up against him? Who, I mean, why would you, what, like, there's not, you can't get out of this. This is a pyramid scheme, but it's not like they just have your 401k. You died. I died for this. I'm a dead person. I don't know what to do after this. How do I feed? How do I get blood? If I don't, if I'm not part of a group that kidnaps people and takes their blood. Um, do it. The, normal way like go to a blood bank uh, go to a bar with some people who are really into vampires and say that you are one and bite them and maybe they don't know that you're actually drinking their blood but they're into the idea of it you're blowing this you guy's mind <laughs> like <laughs> This is a this is a guy who is part of like a pickup cult, and you're like you could just meet people and talk to right. them. <laughs> yeah, interested. Uh, well, go to parties was... where everybody's 
doing drugs, like do what Lex does and just go places and where everybody's fighting each other. And it doesn't matter if you take a little blood on your way out. I, I am not a rock star. I don't know how to, to do what Lex does. But <laughs> Ask like... him and he'll show you. <sighs> So <laughs> that's true. Are, I mean, are you two offering to recruit me? This is not a recruiting. I'm not your boss. I'm not your evil overlord or whatever. But there are support systems out there. If you look for them, you don't have to do this on your own. There's ways you, out. You mean the masquerade? That yeah. the camera, the Camarilla, right? That's the the big right. thing that vampires have. I don't know. I mean, listen, I, I, I guess the whole evil snake god gonna swallow the world thing was kind of stupid, but it's not inaccurate. Uh, I don't. Man, I don't want any harm to fool you or or Lex or even that other guy, but they're gonna win. They're ruthless. I mean, R Rogers has a a whole power structure behind him. I don't even know how he gets the. Well, I know how he gets the funding. I mean, I mean, I know that. Uh, and, and the personnel, the number of people involved in this, and I'm not talking about like high level people. It doesn't require high level people. All he has to do is decide what night to do this and it's hell on earth. And he doesn't care about raising hell on earth because his stupid God is going to swallow it all up. Anyways, I mean, unless there's a way out, I mean, literally out of town and just let the humans burn it down if if they even make it out of this alive. Or enough of them make it out of this alive. Trust me, he's got a lot, a lot behind him. I don't see how you survive. I've lived a long time. I've seen hell on earth once or twice. It's not all it's cracked up to be, honestly. People, people die. And I want to avoid that, but people live through it. They move on. And yeah, you died, but you're still here. So you got to make something out of it. And I think, you know, maybe one rousing speech isn't going to get everybody on board, but it's also an organization right you said there's a lot of personnel not all of them want death and destruction and hell on earth some of them just want to be a part of something and if you give them something else to be a part of well maybe they'll move on and maybe they can be part of something better All right. So two things. Let's see mm -hmm. what a 
I think in this case, a charisma empathy role fits you. So I have a quick question. Sure. Would it be all right if I switched my manipulation of my charisma stats? Because I do a lot more charisma stuff. Absolutely. (laughs) If it's with the character you've been playing the whole time, and it's not like you've played this game a lot where you didn't know, you know. These these things sound interchangeable when you're in character creation. You absolutely can. Right. Cool. And I've already got it cubed up. Is it a seven for the difficulty? Yes. He is okay. pretty frightened. Or six is the normal. I think six is the normal. Sorry. And then but he's he this is the this is the long and this is also an early edition of vampire where Difficulty slid around all over the place because it was bad. <laughs> so is it a six or a seven? <laughs> Sorry. It's a seven. It's a seven in this case. Okay. You're trying to crack through his will. I got negative <laughs> one successes. <laughs> all right. A botch. So the two seeds yeah. you hope to plant with him is one, well, maybe not necessarily this one, but th- there was a chance he could have been like, Eureka moment. I have, I, I know a flaw in their system. And you you inspired me to find it, uh, which I did not come into this game expecting, but, you know, it's a it was a possibility. We did not hit that possibility. Uh, the second yeah. thing is, can he, will he be willing to uh, try to uh, raise a revolt? I think that's nebulous right now. I think either he is not going to do it or he's going to do it and there's a potential it'll backfire probably on him. Um, right. So I think we will find out the next encounter we have with this guy with other vampires to see how that may play out. But I love that because you think you've done a good thing and you may have just killed this guy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, you got to take the chance, right? <laughs> definitely do. And to be clear, I mean, I'm lower case killing this guy. That doesn't mean he's absolutely right. going to die. But you just put a con, uh, uh, you threw him into a conflict later on that's going to hopefully bite you when you see him in dire straits. Okay. Absolutely. So, yeah, he's, he's very nervous and he's like, I, I don't know if I can do anything. I don't know, but I will think about it. That's all I'm asking. I want you to think about running away right now, maybe taking me with you, but at very least running away because it's bad. Worse than Rogers makes it seem with his mustache twirling and his ancient Egyptian antiquities trading. Like it's cartoonishly evil, but he backs it up with real stuff. Almost completely unlike this bottle of sarsaparilla, which is cartoonishly stupid and also tastes like garbage. (laughs) I need to use the restroom to throw this up. Right. I'm not planning on running, but I promise if I do, I will take you with me. All right. That's a good, that's a dangerous promise. All right. So he's going to go to the restroom, (laughs) throw that up. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I think you, at very least, you maybe feel that you've done the most you can with him 
but I don't think it's like it would be cheesy for me as a storyteller to say that, yeah, you're super confident now. You just go, <laughs> no problem. You've solved the day. No, there, it, it's it's yeah. he, it's iffy at best. He does not give me signals that he is going to do what I was hoping he was going to do, let alone that he has the contacts or the confidence to pull it off. So, right. Right. Plan A has turned into plan B. (laughs) There you go. That's good. All right. Uh, So uh, we could transition now, uh, in theory, to what Lex wants to do with uh, his final night before the party. Um, Lex, you have any ideas on where you want to bring the story right now? Or you could have showed up there just so that you can interact with Charlie. It's fine. There's only two players right now. That's okay with me. Yeah, let's uh, let's hook up with Charlie right now and make sure that uh, things are going along properly. So the next step was maybe final attempt to reach the prince and let him know what you've done. Yeah, Lex will come along for that. Yeah, and Meriwether is yeah. going to be busy but says, this is a great idea. You should go do that and, and let me know what happens. Um, but yeah, you can you can request a private audience with the prince easily enough. And I think that's probably a little bit easier than waiting for whatever the, the official meeting, if ever, happens. Um, uh, do you, I think, I think maybe Charlie has a, an in with your status to uh, talk to the goon squad and get directly to Archie. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. All right, let's do that. Let me pull up Archie's bio and maybe even get a. That's funny. The dice just rolled on screen for me. And I think you probably <laughs> may have just heard it. Yep. Thank you. Uh, wonderful. Well, that's my fault for not having roll 20 in the foreground. Okay. So, Archie Stewart, Prince of Las Vegas. We know that. Uh, he has been around since um, he claims to have been around since the founding of the city. Uh, and then his goon uh, squad, the six schools that serve him, kind of work as intermediaries between the two. So, how do you get a hold of Archie, Charlie, when you really want to talk to him? Um, I mean, we're both pretty old, so I probably do what was etiquette at the time and send a calling card. Nice. Okay. To let him know I'm coming to visit. <laughs> I love that. I love the hell out of that. All right. Yes. This is why he Stop. won't ever meet with me because I just show up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? A courier finds the two of you uh, outside your your normal hangout of the the. Uh, the uh, the game table you usually play games on. Uh, and he's, he just looks like a mortal delivery person and says, hey, uh, goes up to Lex and says, are you Charlie? I'm Charlie. I'm it, Charlie. D- you? But you're a lady. Yeah. Want sign for this? You got a, 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 a note. She signs for it and breaks the pen. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> that's such a that's such a high humanity way of dealing with a douchebag. <laughs> Take that pen. Uh, yeah, he was like, 
very impressed with himself. He had a list of questions you could tell. He had a list of questions that were about to come out. He broke the pen, gave it back to him, and he was like, I was just doing my job. Hey, I'm from New York, but for some reason I'm working in the interior. Las Vegas. Uh, yeah, so, all right, this meaningless NPC is pushed aside. And, yeah, he, he gives you a note, and it's actually uh, a handwritten note from Archie, and it says, only you would do this in an attempt to seek audience with me. I'm in a good mood. Please come. All right, we got permission. Let's go. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, same uh, basic uh, corporate, uh, not corporate, but um, uh, city building. Mm -hmm. Same uh, basement tunnel to get to the to the rec room, uh, to the rec center main office. <laughs> I mean, um, and uh, there, the Stewie is already sitting in his big high back chair. Uh, he has a little uh, dais in front of him where the six goons are sitting. They seem very upset that they are here right now, uh, but they are definitely playing the part of his agents. So he wants them there. He looks in pretty terrible shape, a little bit better than the last time you saw him. Very gaunt. You could see uh, like black veins all over his face. Um, his eyes are bloodshot and he seems as if he has not fed in a while. Ah, Charlie Clark. It's been too long. It's been months, has it? it definitely has. Um, it's been like five days. <laughs> Sorry. So much work to be done. Oh, and Lex. Well, <laughs> Lex. <laughs> <laughs> now, why did the two of you need audience with me? It seems that the masquerade problem is a bit bigger than we originally thought. There is a new party in play. M masquerade problem? The thing we came to you about five days ago? The uh, the goon squad kind of share a conspiratorial look. Um, and one of them kind of leans forward and in what really feels more like a stage whisper than anything says, uh, the prince's memory is a little strained these days. Perhaps you would like to recount what you describe as the masquerade problem. Oh, right. Um... And Charlie will basically catch him up on the issue with the vampire gender reveal party. <laughs> as yes. Uh, so while you're speaking, Archie's sort of just like, at first it's just like he's scratching at the arm of his chair, the wooden high back chair. And then the more you go into details the more vigorously he scratches at it like he's I and mean, you can't tell for the life of you what he's trying to get out um uh and then there's a sound of him scratching the wood over and over again it's very irritating especially as you're trying to get the point across and even the goons are sitting there kind of looking at each other getting more and more restless with this until eventually you get towards the end of your story and he slams his hand down on the arm of the chair and says well this can't stand 
we're taking care of that part, but there's something else that we want to bring to your attention. Yes. Um, there is a snake cult of vampires who are trying to dismantle the masquerade. Uh, he continues to scratch at the wood of the armrest, and the, the goon squad kind of look at each other and say, I realize I didn't actually share the screen, not that there's a lot of details on it right now. Boop. Um, they kind of look at each other a little bit more animated as if this is news to them, saying, did you say snake cult? Yep. Uh, they worship some Egyptian god, like, a, oh god collection something like that anyway the point I... is that they want to destroy the camarilla destroy the masquerade go on a eternal bloodbath yada 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 bad stuff archie continues to chip at the wood on his arm goes well that's good that's good yes uh, the 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 wood on the arm of the chair, uh, and then the six goons who uh, the one of the six goons squad turns and says, "Now, do you mean that they are these are literally e Egyptians?" And no, 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 vampires? no. They're white people who pretend to be Egyptians. <laughs> and these are vampires, actual vampires, though. They're not pretending yeah. to be vampires. Okay. No. Uh, the the six of the goons seem to be more engaged in almost collectively the way you would hope Archie would have been. So they kind of whisper to each other or not even whisper, but just sort of talking to each other and saying, how many people, when did you first encounter them? Uh, where were, where are they located? And they're trying to basically take a leadership position and answer this, but it's clearly above their heads uh, rather than actually play this all out what are you feeling what are the two of you feeling about this what these these six guys who don't seem like they're well equipped to handle this are the ones who are trying to and archie is just um doing his best mad king impression i'll let lex share first <laughs> let me share what i'm gonna do first uh, well, I've been kind of talking for most of this. I didn't want so to take over. Yeah. Lex uh, says uh, to Archie, uh, they specifically said that they did not like you. Archie uh, stops clawing at the arm of his chair. And his, he looks at you, his eyes narrow. He says, how dare they? Me? I'm their prince. I am well, that's the, the thing. They don't think there is a prince. So I am the prince of this city. And every vampire within this city must kneel to that. For I uphold the masquerade. I keep us all safe. Every last one of us. Even the ghouls. Ghouls? And they kind of all nod. And he says, yes. Well, this this won't this won't do at all. Bring him before me. The one who doesn't like. What's not to like about me? 
I have a light hand. I don't force tributes from my people. I don't even kill that many people. Uh, mortal people, human people. I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't... I'm not a glutton. I, I'm practically fasting. No, no, that's not acceptable. It is unfair for them not to like me. Someone write that down. Uh, the the goons <laughs> kind of look at each other like shit. And uh, then look at the two of you. Yeah, Charlie's like, Archie's fucking lost it. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of obvious the first time. She chalked it up to, like, you know, the vampire equivalent of dehydration. But mm -hmm. it's clearly gone beyond that now. And she says, um, Archie, what is going on with you? With me. Yeah. I'm simply holding court. And like he's in the basement of a like civic center with nothing but chairs up and piles and dusty tables and no one there other than the two of you and his six goons. No, I mean, like, you are not yourself. He just sits there and begins to chip at the wood of the arm of his chair again. Uh, one of the goons gets up and walks and closes the distance between the two of you and, and that dais. And Archie just seems to be lost in what he's doing again. And then the right. goon looks at the others and says, we don't know what is wrong with the prince. He's been acting like this for a while and he's getting worse. At first we thought, honestly, well, some of us thought it may have been Lex. We know he can have this effect on people uh, and on us in the past when we have displeased him or where he thought it was funny. Uh, but it doesn't last as long and isn't as severe. I don't know what to do with this other group of vampires. We have never been trained on how to handle something like this. And I think now's the time to come clean about whatever we can. So what should we do? <laughs> I just look offended. They thought I had done <laughs> Technically, Gary is the one who thought it was you. <laughs> one of the six goons is like <laughs> jaw dropped. Shit, man. Well, I think the first starter of business is honestly a new prince because this can't 
He can't run anything. And how do you think that's going to go over? Well, he's not going to like it, but I think I could hold him down long enough to do something. I think we have bigger problems than that, though. Replacing yeah. replacing the prince is going to be difficult. Uh, again, the, the lead goon, who I'm now regretting not giving names to the individuals, it was part of an aesthetic choice, having them all perform at once. Now we know one of them's Gary. I'll label him as Gary. <laughs> Fucking Gary. You're right. Gary. <laughs> Fucking Lex. Gary. Uh, the, replacing the prince is going to be difficult, uh, especially if... Well, when is this takedown going to happen? I was planning about tomorrow, but um, that's obviously not going to happen now. Wait, wait, hold on. <sighs> the, 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 the cultists are coming tomorrow? No, no, oh, no, no. The cultists are already here, honey. Uh, oh, that's much worse. <laughs> <laughs> that is much worse. No, they're, I... they're setting up at the Luxor, you know, the new one of them new casinos that's coming around. Oh my around. god, it's pyramid themed, isn't it? Oh, it's so It sure tacky. is. It's very We tacky. So, we believe as little as we know about vampire physiology, we believe that if the prince were to feed normally for once, he might retain some of he may regain some of his faculties. Okay, why hasn't he been feeding normally? And uh, one of the other goons, kind of, they all kind of take up the <laughs> yeah. sentence and finish each other's thoughts. Uh, we, and you know, it kind of looks like a little worried to tell you, but th it's too late now, so they're just going to start gushing. <laughs> like every one of his kind, he is very restricted in what he can feed off of. And that hasn't been a problem for the prince in the past. There have been many destitute people uh, that he, as a venture, can feed from. But um, something strange has happened. I'm sorry, hold making... on. He, he only feeds on the destitute? Yes. I, it's different for different venture, but for S Prince Stuart, he feeds on those who are desperate. That's fucked up. I, I can't believe you've known him for all these years and you didn't know that. That's why he moved to this town. And that's what's unusual. The town seems to have had its most desperate people dry up. What... What do you mean, dry up? Like, there's nobody around anymore? Another goon begins to speak. He's like, we've checked to see if simply just um, uh, uh, people aren't coming to Vegas as much, if the casinos aren't being as, or being, you know, less profitable, if people are gaming the system or using, like, advanced technologies like fax machines, I don't know, 90s, <laughs> and beepers uh, to cheat. Yeah. But people are losing as much money as they ever did. It's just that 
well, maybe we were squeezing them too too tightly. Uh, another one chimes in because people are either ending up dead or just leaving town before we can get to them for the prince. So, I'm sorry, this is a lot of new information. He only feeds on the destitute and you collect them for him? Another one will answer says, yes, yeah, that's part of what we do. We um, make sure they pay their debts. By drinking their blood. That's generally how vampires feed, isn't it? He laughs at the other ones as <laughs> yeah, if <right. laughs> they have any right to, to be to saying this to you. Right. <laughs> and um, uh, how, how long has this been going on for? Well, I mean, uh, the prince has told us he's been here since the founding of the town. Uh, we have no reason to, to to think of him as a liar. Uh, most of us were here since at least the 70s and 60s. Um, it's been a fairly consistent process. Again, how do yeah. you get your blood? I don't round up poor people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't round up poor people and drink them against their will. I'll tell you that much. Well, it wasn't really against their will. I mean, you <laughs> come on. Let's, I don't know anything about Archie's past. I mean, uh, the prince's past, but like you go to Vegas and you lose your wad and you have to pay out. You know, you, you had the will before you came in through those doors and gambled your life away. Uh, and, you know, most of the times it's not as if, like, we're not piling up corpses here. We're, we're most of these people, you know, they have an encounter with a eccentric guy who beats the, sh you know, out of them. And, you know, they leave with a few pints dry. Most people don't end up dead. Occasionally it happens, of course. But, like, yeah, you, you had your free will before you, you gambled. It all away. So, so what you're saying is that it's their own fault for coming into a rigged system. We don't ever knowingly cheat. The house has the odds, but we don't cheat. Again, it's a rigged system. Listen, I'm sorry. Maybe losing the lead here. Your prince. No, no. I who, think to whom you think, owe allegiance. I let, think let us, I know. <laughs> I'm curious about if this guy's going to get himself killed. Your prince, with whom you owe allegiance, uh, you owe your allegiance, uh, is in need of your support. What does it matter whether you have moral misgivings about how the your prince chooses to feed? You know. Have you ever thought about how close you came to being one of those people? Well, I made myself useful. And I plan right. on keep making myself per useful. Mm -hmm. I'm not like the rest of this cattle. They're and that's when she grabs him up. by the throat. 
<laughs> I'm so happy I got a chance to do cattle in front of a cowboy again. <laughs> this is two different vampires lording cattle over you. He's and, not even oh, a vampire. Dude. He's a he's a fucking ghoul. <laughs> yes. Which is kind of classes of you, really. No. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So throat. <clears throat> Anybody else thinks that all these people are just cattle for the slaughter. Uh, the five remaining ghouls stare at you like steely, like they're they're ready to go fight you, um, which may or may not be intimidating, but they are not <laughs> backing off. And Archie right. stops clawing at the arm of his chair and stares at you as well. You dare strike one of my servants? Yes, I do, because you have been beating poor people to get your fix. You say that like it's a bad thing. She's going to draw and shoot him in the shoulder with one of her phosphorus bullets. <laughs> <Archie>. <laughs> Yeah. Excellent. All right, go for it. Uh, that's Dex Firearms. Or All Dex, right. Uh, I mean, yeah, is it Firearms? I can't remember. Let me pull up my character sheet. Yeah, there's a Firearms skill. Yeah, Firearms. Okay. So Lex is going to throw his hands up in a whoa, 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 whoa kind of way and back into a corner where he's probably not going to get shot. Okay. Let me <laughs> let me know if Lex is doing anything to actually de-escalate with either powers or just trying to physically get in between. We can still have uh, Charlie roll to see how awesome the gun comes out and whether or not it's uh, super intimidating. But I, I'm curious about whether you want to attempt to stop this what, or if you're just backing out. <laughs> what is the difficulty here? Uh, difficulty is going to be seven. Again, they are uh, mm -hmm. attentions up, flared up. But you're good at mm -hmm. shooting, aren't you? Yeah. I am. And Dex, five successes. Oh, sweet. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is what I'm good at. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the generous thing as a storyteller and asking Lex, are you actually getting involved or are you, are you actually backing up? Um. I'm jumping out of the way of Charlie for now. Okay. If, if the prince goes after her, I may get involved. That's fair. All right. I just wanted to get an idea before we completely ignore Brendan for the rest of this. Um, so, yes, gun comes out. <laughs> Tell me, this was a um, like a, a miraculous sharpshoot kind of thing. You can be mm -hmm. as elaborate as you would like to be in describing what you're doing with the firearms. Uh, so what are you doing? So she's got this guy by the neck. Uh, Archie says something shitty. And as far as everybody else is aware, the next second there is a smoking gun in her other hand and Archie has fallen backwards with his chair with a wound in his shoulder. Love it. So there's even like a beat where people are like... What happened? Did someone outside right. do this? Uh, three of the ghouls do look at like the windows to see if there's like a sniper shot, but they're in the basement, so that does not help. Uh, 
And okay, great. So um, the one you have in the air, uh, he's still kind of being choked. What are you doing, Vader? Um, <laughs> I'm going to drop him. I'm not going to kill him at this time. But All I right. think he got the message. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's essentially where Charlie's at, and she'll draw her other gun with her now empty hands. All right, he comes down with the thud, and by now the six goons know what's going on. They all, including the one who just got dropped on the floor, he kind of slowly does it. Uh, all run to or crawl to uh, Archie's side, uh, which is unusual. You did not quite expect that they were going to be so. Uh, protective of him maybe mm -hmm. uh but they they circle him uh and then uh archie kind of like withered mummy man kind of stands up with a nasty wound in his shoulder uh it's not it the the, the meat that got blown out the other side is so dry and desiccated that it doesn't even bleed it's just open like you Yikes. had shot a corpse that had been drained for quite a while and he just stares daggers at you like his oldest friend friend just shot him in the shoulder. Uh, and you want to try that one again? He looks over at you, Lex. Uh, what are you doing? I'm crouched in the corner right now. Yeah, I'm crouched in the corner right now with my hands in the air. <laughs> 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 and I uh, and Archie looks at me. And I'm going to kind of look at uh, uh, Charlie and say, uh, so who's the prince now? Oh. <laughs> oh, that's so much. That's such a better place to end this than what I was going to say. That's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, after we go off air, I'll tell you what I was going to say. It was nowhere near as cool as that. <laughs> oh, all right. So this is a good place to end. Um, I love that this old ass, really cool ass vampire is like, you got to be nicer to people. Hey, cattle. <laughs> I love that. Oh, oh so for it. She will shoot you if you misbehave the herd, mistreat the herd. All right. Um, perfect. We are good. Uh, we are going to be playing next week. Uh, and I think we've got maybe two or three weeks before we, we, we get to the ultimate climax, figuring out what, what Meriwether is up to, figuring out what we're up to. This was a lot of fun. I enjoy it. There might be a historical episode coming up soon. We've been talking about it in back channels, about going into... Uh, either Charlie or Lex's origin and their embrace and figuring out uh, whether there's a good story to be told in there, if it fits within the narrative. I think there might be a really good one. I think the next game maybe even should be how Charlie and Archie met. If Brandon would be Ooh. nice enough to play uh, a young Charlie Archie. or somebody else, or Archie, yeah. uh, just flip everything around. Everybody plays a different character. <laughs> just, uh, so that that may be interesting. Uh, thank you all for listening. This was a very great uh, episode. I can't wait to play again. Subscribe to the podcast. It's how you know um, a new episode comes out. That's that's not even great. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> how you know a new episode. There's lots of notifications. Uh, subscribe to us on Twitch. <laughs> 
follow us on Twitch first. And then if you've got a little bit of extra green, subscribe to us on Twitch and we'll let you name uh, one of the goons. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was going to be so difficult to have like six characters. I can't do voices anymore. It's all ridiculous. Everyone Get- is from New York. It's just bad. <laughs> you get to name the goon that Charlie choked out. <laughs> oh, that is, that is, oh, I want to name that goon. Yes, name the goon that Charlie <laughs> choked and threw on the ground like so many undertakers. Uh, or Vader, depends on your reference. Good night, everybody. Hey there, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Dungeon Not Included. If you did, please tell a friend and leave us a five-star review and encouraging comments on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help spread the word for new shows like ours. You can follow the latest from the Dungeon Not Included crew on Twitter at DNI Crew and over at Facebook at Dungeon Not Included or at our home on the Nonproductive Network at non-productive.com forward slash DNI Crew where you can find articles, character sheets, and Patreon exclusives, as well as our latest episodes. Thanks! This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.